Before our um our 10th episode begins, I just want to give a huge shout out to those of you who have, who have continued to um to listen to me. We are at our peak, uh, not our peak, but at a milestone um 10th 10th episode. Um thank you all. Um when I decided to break out on my own, I, I mean it's scary sometimes. You don't even know if you could do it. I definitely did want to stay in a collective group, but that was um outside the boundaries of of my control at that point. Um, so I decided to strike out on my own and you all have been so amazing. giving me feedback, allowing me to grow. Um, and it's just amazing. So thank you all. This is our 10th episode and, um, I'm just so excited whether the episodes are long or whether the episodes are short. You all are so supportive of me and I do not take it for granted at all. So thank you. And here it is with our 10th episode, which is called a uh, messy Molly. So, uh, <laughs> uh enjoy it. Okay, so if we're done fronting, um, it's weird that you're still working with Anola when she's dating Lawrence. And when were you going to tell me? I tried to call you. And yeah, I mean, it's weird, but it doesn't have to be, and I'm, I'm fine with it. So you're just going to keep working with her and being her friend? Yeah. And she's cool with that? I think so. I mean, she came tonight, and... I couldn't have done any of this without her, so. Girl, I guess. <laughs> what? It's, it's just, you know people like don't have to be this messy, right? Sometimes I think you like that shit. That was Molly from the season premiere of Insecure. Um, That was at the end of... um of Issa trying to gain potential investors uh, or backers for the block party that will be coming up in four months. And she basically just told Issa about her ass. Um, but in that moment, it was just, she wasn't really being a supporter friend. She's actually being um, selfish and actually tapping into the characteristics that, you know, we love Molly, but we also just some parts of Molly we just don't like. And so that led me to, um, to this episode, which is uh, being a supportive friend. You know, a lot of us have might have a messy Molly friend in our life. And sometimes it's you don't know, like, how long you should even keep them in your life. And do you go through phases where you stop fucking with them or they stop messing with you? Or what is it? You're just ultimately trying to figure out, like, are we is it a friendship? Is it a frenemy? Is it an association? Like, was it or have you outgrown each other or what it is? But these are just five, um, five steps that I feel like can help you be a supportive friend um in like in simple times of mom or moments like Issa was going through. Uh, number 5 is shift the focus. Um as a friend, um when our friends are having hard times, it's supposed to be times that we step in, you know, let's take them out to a restaurant, let's take them to a place um that they enjoy just to take their focus off those things that are really taking them down to a dark place or um, in their inner thoughts or having them um, upset. It's supposed to be our job to be able to step in, you know, and kind of get them um, focused. I think sometimes when it's, it's hard for people who are selfish is that they make it always about them. It's like, oh, what's going on? And oh, and this is my feelings. And how should I feel? It's, and I don't even know, you know, people used to say it was a thing of how people are raised and their experience. But I believe after you become an adult, you kind of, you know what you're doing. Like, you know that you are trying to make the focus you, you know, that whenever things aren't about you or whenever you might see your friend even actually doing good, because even in this situation, it seemed like 
she was upset that Issa, she said Issa was being messy, but it seemed like Issa was really actually moving towards progression and it seemed like that bothered Molly. So it was like a weird in between, um, in between part. Um, number four is don't jump to conclusions. Um, the easiest way to ruin a friendship is to jump to conclusions. I think that we, we've all been there. Even I've been there. There have been times where things happen and you pop off too soon. And it's like, boom, and then the friendship is over. You know what I'm saying? Because you might have said something that you can't take back or, you know, or maybe you've gone through things and it's like it's really no turning back. And then sometimes really it's a pride thing. People are hell bent on their pride. People will choke on that shit. And it, it is crazy. It's like anything to admit that you're not wrong. And you know what? Sometimes you are. So don't jump to conclusions. Always be able to see both sides and then offer up your advice after you have all the full um full facts. Like to see the expression on Issa's face was totally relatable and to everyone because it's like this is where is this coming from? Because sometimes in friendships, you're like, well, did you always feel that way? Or is there some underlying issue you really have with me and you just tolerate me? Because um, I've been in tolerable, in fr- intolerable friendships before, which is what a tolerable friendship to me is. You know, those friends. Um, Well, hopefully you don't have these friends. The friends who when you come around, it's almost like they're they're tolerating you like or maybe you became friends through a mutual friend. And then you think you're friends, which that's a whole <laughs> That's a whole nother conversation for another day. But um, sometimes people tolerate you. They're not really your friends. So you really, the older you get, especially find out who your tribe is. Find out who your people are. Friendship is not based upon length of knowing somebody or even the mutual friends you have. I always tell people, people be like, oh, I got a big group of friends. Um, It's like 10 of us. We real tight. I hate to break it to you, but if it's. A friend group of 10 people is probably fewer than people that don't fucking like you. Maybe half the people in that friend group. And I know that's not, you know, people don't want to hear that. But it's like, yeah, because it's it's always a snake somewhere, you know. And, you know, that might be the tri-state of me. I always look at it as like, mm, everybody in the group ain't fucking with each other like you think. Especially large groups of friends like that. But sometimes that is great to have, you know, where everybody does have their back. Um, have your back. But ultimately, just remember, um, don't jump to conclusions with things. Talk things out. And that's ultimately how you work through it and keep the friendship genuine. Keep it um, keep it supportive. Keep it pure. Um, number three is help your friend find the proper help. Um, especially with um, if you are a minority or if, you, if you're black and you're listening. Like sometimes people are afraid of therapy. They're afraid of um, of speaking to someone about their problems or issues they're having. And there's nothing wrong with that. You have to be able, in order to be a good friend, you have to be like, look, I, this is a point where I have empathy, I have sympathy for you, but it's reaching a point where my talking, I'm not, you know, you could be like, I'm not a therapist. I can't, I can only help you to a certain point. Where do, what do I need? What do you need me to do? Or, or actually take it upon yourself. Part of being a friend is research and be like, Hey, you know what? I I know this amazing thing I stumbled upon where, you know, this can help us. Grief counseling, relationship um classes, those type of things. Whatever your friend is going um through, um, being able to help them. And this is vice versa. The the things I'm saying now are all actually things that you should also 
not expect from your friends because sometimes when you put ex- expectations on friends, friendships, it can lead to a downfall. But it definitely you want to have supportive friends who are uh, supporting you in every aspect and, and just being there for you emotionally and knowing um, physically, whatever, you know, in whatever aspect your friendship is. It might be a friendship with benefits. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? But ultimately, you want to be their totality for your friends because once you call someone your friend, I don't know about for everyone, but for me, that's it's like a big deal, you know. It's um, it doesn't mean you have to talk every day or anything like that. It just means that you know I got your back and you got mine, and that's really what it is. Um, whether it be male female friendships, female female friendships, female male friendships, whatever the case may be, it's all about sharing, being open, um. And knowing that ultimately I got your back. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's that. Uh, we're going to take a break right here. And we'll be back with the next top two reasons. Um, not reasons. The ways <laughs> to be a supportive friend. All right. Peace. What's up, exchanges? We're back with the top two ways to be a supportive friend. And I want to remind you all that this is like a rolling conversation that will will be continued. There's really no top five ways you can be a a good friend because everything really is a case-by-case basis. This is just a way in that moment because um, when I saw what Molly did, because if you've ever had someone do that to you, which like I've had someone do that to me before, um, where it's... Uh, deflecting really to take let me take the situation oh since you want to make a light of my put a light on my situation let me put a light on yours and i'll make you feel like you know in a way where it's like no one knows your shit better than you no one's going through what you're going through more than you i've always all always found it fascinating where people are like well let me tell you about you and it's like wait hold up like Pump your brakes because it's no way you could tell me about... No one knows me better than me. I live in my skin or we live in our skin every day. We go through the emotions, the stuff we deal with at work, family, home. If you have kids, bills, um, passes of aggressiveness um, in the neighborhood. Whatever it is that we go through every day, everyone, we all live in our own skin. So when people um, come at you, it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's like... Issa, in that moment, the expression you saw on her face was like, are you trying to tell me? It was like, there's no way you can tell me about something. Like, I know that their situation is complicated. But for one moment, I'm actually trying to do something positive in my life that can deflect or take off, um, take away some of that that is. Because Black LA is small. Black DC is small. Black New York is small. But any. Anywhere, as, as much as you might think it's a bunch of people, it is small and your lives will interlink and overflow and some things you just can't, cannot stop, especially when you have a large friend group who knows a lot of the same people. So I think in that moment she was like, 
I know that shit, but it's like, for one moment, can I have some peace? You know what I'm saying? So, all right. So our number uh, two is <laughs> don't make things worse. That is one of the simplest things you can do as a friend. I always, I always tell people like, if you can't be my friend, then, then just please don't be my enemy. Like, just, if you can't be my friend, just, just go someplace because I don't need you to come in and make situations worse. Um, a lot of things can be revealed about a person um, in friendships when certain things arise and what they do with that thing, with those things, whether it be information, um, whether it be, you know, talking to your exes or when you're done with somebody that they still dealing with them. And that is another even layered conversation um, in itself, even like me, um, for me, I'm not big on I know people like to share. I'm not big on. If I dated someone, I don't want you to date them either. Or if you date them, we can't be friends. Um, but that's for me. Some people, they don't mind it. It just depends on what kind of friendship you have. I also don't want you communicating with someone I used to deal with. I don't want you, anyone I don't get along with, I don't want you going out of your way to try and be friends with that person. And sometimes in friendships, people do stuff and then they look at you like a deer in the headlights. Like, what do you mean? It's like, no, it's like, if you know me and that person don't get along, why are you going out of your way to make sure that that person is at a brunch we're at or at a party we're at? Or did, why did you invite that person? Or did you show up, you know, like, oh, you know, well, if they got they got an issue with you. I don't, I don't, I don't see why they got to have an issue with me too. Watch out for those kind of people. I'm here to tell you, listen, now I know we're going on a tangent, but I'm here to tell you, watch out for those friends who tell you, oh, I see both sides. Oh, um... I don't see what I, well, I don't have an issue with them. So whatever. But it's like now here's the thing. If y'all all were friends and then you and the other person have a falling out and then that friend decides to still maintain both friendships. That's different. I'm talking about people who go out their way to befriend someone they know you don't fuck with and then try to be friends with both of y'all. Watch out for those people because those people or what they're doing is siding and they live they live off drama. It's almost like the candy effect, I say. People always try to blame Phaedra. But in that moment, because Candy's husband didn't fuck with Phaedra, then Candy started doing a little slick shit that, you know, that when Phaedra finally got back at her, it was like, well, why are you? It's the small things that add up. And sometimes um it can come to a head, especially when you don't have clear communication. So... Just always remember, don't make things worse. As friends, we're there to be supportive of our friends and all that they do. And are they going to mess up? Absolutely. Are going to do things where, they be, where we be like, damn, why are they doing that? But ultimately, it's for them to do. Like, we we can't live their life. Um, Only they can live their life. And they're going to go through things the same way we go through things. And then they're just hoping that we can be there to catch them if they fall and vice versa. The number one thing. And being a truly supportive friend is just truly caring. There are moments that happen where um, where you just want to know that people are there for you. You want to know that people would have your back like like you have their back. Not nothing simple like no Facebook posts and sharing shit. Just when you're really going through shit and you really just need someone to talk to, whether it be through text, an uplifting, like, hey, how are you, how are you doing? Like, haven't heard from you a minute. Are you good? Those are the things that keep friendships fresh and and keep them um, clear minded and keep them growing, learning. Friendship is beautiful. Um, while we're in this COVID, I think people realize more than ever that we need human interaction. 
it's so important to have good people in your life. And I think um, one of the hardest things for me um, since since relocating to the West Coast has been that not being able to have like be in those physical spaces with the friends I have out here on the West Coast. Like, yes, there's FaceTime, there's text and all that stuff, but it's different than actually being in their company, realizing that I miss that. I miss being around my family um, who's on the East Coast. So and I value that more than ever, because sometimes, you know, sometimes you might think, oh, whatever. Um, And sometimes some people are blessed to have coworkers who treat them and love them like family, but that always remember that's just a co-worker, um, co-worker relationship. You know, you need to have an outlet of people who actually care for you because at the end of the day, they'll put your head on a swivel. Coworkers, you, you just don't know. So just important to have that those people that are friendships that are um, that can cultivate friendships that are supportive and loving and that you need and get you through the day. It's so, 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 so very important. Um, that the people you have in your life truly care for you. They wish you well. They want to see you succeed. They don't want to see you f- you fail. And they're not intimidated by you succeeding and doing, or well, seemingly not doing better than them, but they're not afraid of you being the star. They're not afraid of you shining because they know that there there's a place for them too, you know, in the galaxy. The galaxy is made up of millions, well, billions of stars. And we all serve our purpose and they know they're not intimidated by that. They know that if you make it, everyone makes it. So that's what it means to be a supportive friend, just to be there, not to chastise, not to point the finger, not to make people feel downtrodden. It's really just to be there and support. And now more than ever with this COVID going on, hug on, well, not hug on people shit, not right not right now, don't hug on people, but just let people know that you love them and that you care about them. If, if you can, you know what I'm saying? That's not saying if someone, if that's not saying if someone hasn't reached out to you during this COVID that they don't care about you because listen, it's a lot going on, but just remind people when you, whenever you get a chance that you love them, you care about them, you're there for them and that you're genuine, you're a genuine person and that your friendship, the bond that you all have is true, it's lasting, and it's something that you um value. So um with that being said, thank you all again um for listening and being here with for our tenth episode. Um I know you might have thought with the title that it was gonna be crazy, but no, you know, we're all about love around here now. You know, if I gotta dig in somebody, yes. Um I don't I don't I choose not to use my platform to do it. The I I like to take things that happen in my life and twist them um into positives more so now more than ever. Um that's what it means to have, to have growth. Uh it's hard being a Gemini cuz you know, I it could go the other way. But but um definitely I hope that everyone is staying safe out there. Um thank you again for tuning into this 10th episode and until we meet again, peace and love. Okay.
mistake, they treat you real cool. And some mistake your kindness for being the fool. We like to be with some because they're funny. Others come around when they need some money. Some you up with around the way, and you're still real quick to this very day. Whole boys do the summer with the spring and fall. And then there's only wish we never knew at all. And this list goes on again and again. But these are the people that we call friends.